So I have a solution for the credibility crisis in science. You might have heard about it. Um, it's not necessarily like a, a crisis anymore, but it's sort of this idea that a lot of scientific findings um, are hard to replicate. Um, and, you know, we've sort of come a long way since this was revo revealed um, in the early, in, in the 2010s. Um, and we've come a long way since we're saying that it's actually a hard problem. Um, but here is what I propose. You want to change the credibility crisis or the cred credibility problem. Um, you need to pay people. Honestly, you need to figure out a better way to compensate um, individuals. And um, a lot of what happens in science is actually driven just simply by the incentives um, that are there. And I want to talk about that. It's not necessarily like the tenure process and all of that kind of stuff. That's not what it is. It's the um, com competi um, competition. Um, uh, the, 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 you know, publish or perish idea in academia. And it's not driven by, I mean, it's part of it, it's driven by the tenure process, but another part of it is the norms of, I'm better than you, um, ultimately. And if you want to change how science is actually done, you know, <laughs> um, one way is to sort of stress things like social norms and to train people better and all of those kind of things, but ultimately... I view this as an incentive problem where there is a lot of um, political action that happens behind the scenes where you have outcomes that are, are not necessarily, um, you know, favorable. So, you know, to give me an example, right? Um, you know, a simple example would be you're testing um, the relationship between A and B very simple relationship. Well, um, if you gather some data and you spend a day gathering data and you test that relationship between A and B, whatever that, um, you know, with whatever data that you're thinking of, and if you just finally, you find a confirming relationship, then you stop. And then you say, that's good enough, right? And so the reason why people do that is because of the incentives um, at line that are in play for people to, you know, publish more. So look at that relationship and they'll just write it up and, and send it out and try to publish it. Um, that's honestly what happens a lot. And then the other thing that ends up happening is that there's a lot of action that um, would require... Um, you know, to, to get around a lot of these issues like data transparency, the sharing of data, um, people working together, um, you know, a lot of those kind of things, right? Where, where it involves people to work together to sort of reveal things and to be better scientists, they're not going to do it if it's going to cost them time and energy because ultimately we're in a competitive game. Science is a competition. Uh, it is not a cooperative thing that people sort of talk about. Um, and the reason is, is that there's only so many resources that go around. 
and you compete for those resources. So whether it's being, you know, resale resources, you know, funding, for example, financial funding is what everybody thinks about, but it's often like really implicit things, right? Like time or, um, you know, working with graduate students, um, you know, all of those things are, are really important or somebody volunteering to teach an extra course, for example, or, you know, to take load off of something or, you know, shifting things around. Um, often it's, it's those very small things that um, they ultimately add up and they end up being very costly and very expensive because people are pursuing those things. And if we're going to change the credibility crisis and so it's never a problem it's never going to be you know a punitive thing you're not going to be able to sort of change it by um, validating you know there's there's sort of two sides of the the um you know coin is that um you can either you know teach people how to do something right that's one side um, or you can sort of penalize them. That's another sign. That's that's the sort of setup that's that's set up right now. Um, or you could just completely change the incentive structure altogether and reward the things that you actually want to reward as a positive outcome. It's a lot more easier to incentivize people to do the right thing if the financial outcomes actually match up uh, to what you should be doing. Right? And frankly, they don't match up at this moment. Um, if you're a, a PhD student and you're looking to get a job, um, you're going to do whatever it takes because you need to eat. You literally need to eat. Your money is going to run out. You're going to do whatever it takes to get ahead. Um, if you are assistant professor, you're going to do whatever it takes to get ahead. And you're, you know, if you're going to get that tenure, you're going to say, hey, I'm not going to volunteer for this or I'm not going to do that. Why would I disclose that? I'm not going to answer that email. All of those particular antisocial behaviors. Um, you know, if you're an associate or full professor, you're going to do the same actions because by that time it's sort of programmed into you to focus on trying to be as exploitive as possible. I know this seems like really not nice, but this is literally the culture of, of science. Um, you talk to almost everybody, um, implicitly they will say this is exactly, this is what goes on. Um, and there's there's no amount of, of, you know, volunteering and any of those kind of things. I honestly, I've, uh, I'm, I'm trying to do all of those kind of things for a long time, and um, it just, you know, frankly, does doesn't work. Um, and what you need to do is sort of guard your resources. You have to think about politically, you know, what it is you're doing, and and sort of figure out how to get ahead. And and it's like super sad that you have to do that, but it's really come. It comes down to. Um, you know, the resources that are around um, thinking about financial incentives. And that comes down, you know, that is not the responsibility of, of the chairs. It's not the responsibility of senior professors. 
it's really the responsibility um, of uh, not just the president of a university, but also um, it is the responsibility of governors and, and various different sort of lawmakers in the particular place, governors and, you know, um, premiers and, you know, all of those people that have in the ability to change the incentive structure at universities. If you want people to actually do the right thing, you have to reward the right behaviors. And so you can't reward outcomes. You need to reward behaviors that will actually get you there and do the right thing. And I know that this is really, um, this is like, the funny thing is, the irony, right? Like being at a business school, everybody that, um, you know, we teach this stuff all the time. And it's the real great irony. And yet, um, you talk to most professors, they're not going to disclose um, all of these particular actions, right? They're not going to get into all of the details of what they actually do behind the scenes, because of that. Um, so if you want to change it, you have to start figuring out how to incentivize team behavior, um, reward team outcomes, reward group outcomes to some degree and figure that out and also reward behaviors and not out, um, outcomes themselves. That is the challenge. And I think that's the only way that you're going to change behaviors or else you're just up, you know, you're, you're going to just be barking up the wind to say that, um, you know, culture and all of those things are going to change what goes on in academia. That's not what changes it. It's the incentives that actually change it. Um, you know, like at the end of the day, people are not, they respond quite readily to incentives if those incentives are there. There's no incentive um, at many places to do things that are for the good of, um, you know, for the good of science or, or the good of the greater good, right? Um, most institutions will reward publishing and research, but the service component, for example, is not really rewarded. That's not going to get you tenure anywhere. It's not going to get you, like, the next step up anywhere. It's not going to get you hired anywhere. Um, it, it, it's, like, literally meaningless. Uh, and, and I know that this is, like, really painful for a lot of people to say. It's painful for me to say. Uh, it's painful for probably lots of people to sort of listen to this. But ultimately, the only thing that matters is the research um, outcomes. It's not the research itself. It's the research outcomes. Um, so if you want to change that, you need to start thinking about how you're gonna, how you're going to reward behaviors, how are you going to sort of focus on um, incentivizing people to work together? Um, and, uh, you know, to, to not, to take the competition out of the game. Um, competition is good, but, um, you know, to some degree to sort of incentivize things. But then also you need that counteracting incentives to reverse a lot of the bad that happens with competition. Um, and I know I've heard of some institutions changing um, in Europe 
the sort of incentive structure of some of these things. So I'm excited to hear that. And, and I wonder if that's actually going to make the difference. You know, for example, um, I can't remember what institution. I read, read an article on it. Um, I think it was just a newspaper article about higher education. And, you know, they're, they're not incentivizing publications anymore. They're incentivizing actually putting in the work. Um, and ultimately, if you think about organizations or businesses... Um, you think about the ones that actually function the, the best and that uh, do a good job, they reward the behavior. They don't reward the outcomes, right? Ultimately, um, if you reward the outcomes, you're going to create that nasty competitive behavior. Um, and uh, particularly with research and development, um, sort of areas like this where there's lots of uncertainty, um, there's just too much involved that is, that's easy to sort of game these things. So that's where I want to leave this. If you want to change, you know, really have better science. Um, you can't, you, you can't um, just sort of say you got to change the culture. Uh, you can't sort of make these sort of small leaps. You need to change the financial incentives. Um, and, and reward behaviors for um, good behavior, ultimately. Um, and that's, that's ultimately that matters. Look at behaviors and reward those. Like, um, you know, it's... it's uh, so, so, you know, one thing... So I'm training, we got a puppy. Um, and what you need to do to get good reinforcement... And I sort of study learning and all that kind of stuff. What you need to do is look at when they actually perform a particular behavior that you like, you reward that. You don't reward the outcome of that particular behavior, right? Uh, of getting to the point of something happening. It's too far down the line um, before people actually start, you know, before... We're, we're, we're animals, right? Before we start sort of recognizing these things. So you need to look at the action, reward that action and behavior instantly, um, and figure out ways to take out the um, sort of negative parts of competition. That's all I wanted to say. If you really want to make a difference, ultimately you've got to put the money uh, where your mouth is. All right, take care and have a wonderful day.